You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Welcome to our 10th episode, everybody, which coincidentally airs on the 10th, and therefore it's a very lucky episode. <laughs> if you just joined us, I am Robin at a tired witch on Instagram, and I'm with Maria at Maria the Arcane on Instagram. Good morning. Hi guys. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> If you guys are just joining us, every single week we talk about the nearest upcoming lunar phase. And this week it happens to be kind of far away, actually. It is going to be the 20th of this month, which is another new moon in Cancer. So that's two new moons in a row. So we are, <laughs> the universe has decided <laughs> that you guys need to focus on the exact same energies more than once. And it's actually pretty appropriate <laughs> considering. <laughs> The state of everything, still, still, <laughs> still, still. It's never going to end. Nothing has changed. Uh, if anything, end. it's gotten worse. <laughs> um, permanent new moon in Cancer. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Only new moons in Cancer's surprise. <laughs> um, so if you weren't here two episodes ago, so the last new moon, let's talk about what that means. <laughs> The new moon in Cancer means that we are going to be focusing on things like emotional clearing. Uh, we are approaching Leo season, which is a lot more straightforward, let's call it, than Cancer season. <laughs> a lot more to the point. Um, and because of that, with everything going on, we might see people butting heads and stuff like that. And so this is a time to focus on emotional clearing, like checking in with yourself. How am I doing? How can I help myself? Do I need to release any kind of, uh, I guess, negativity we're holding on to unnecessarily? So this isn't, I'm not trying to like spiritually bypass and be like let go of your trauma guys um, because that is not realistic but maybe you are getting unnecessarily mad about something that really doesn't matter or emotional about it um, and so this might be a time to evaluate whether or not letting that go is a healthy thing um, we all should be should be checking on we also should be we also should be checking on the balance that we have between our home life and our work life. And as we're transitioning back to working, maybe, maybe we're going to go back in lockdown again. Time will tell. But as we're transitioning <laughs> back to the workplace, make sure that you are balancing that. Make sure that you are finding uh, space for yourself and for work. And I know a lot of our jobs have been very demanding and requesting 
quite a lot of us because they're eager to get back to work as well and make money. And that is amazing, obviously, for them, but never put a corporation before your own health. So keep that in mind, guys, health and mental health. So make sure you're checking in with yourself. Make sure you're having time for yourself, even if that time for yourself is having a lovely glass of wine and a bubble bath when you get home from your job. <laughs> or watching oh, Flavor of Love for so nice. five hours straight like I do. Um, <laughs> you know, you could do that. I'm not trying to say that's the only option, but it's not not the only option. You know what I'm saying? But that's like <laughs> the pinnacle of self-care. <laughs> Listen, I just want to watch 2006 VH1 reality shows for like seven hours straight. And that's my ideal, my ideal form of self-care. And maybe you should consider it. It's very clearing. Uh, Right now, my emotional support is creating like an amazing village on Animal Crossing and emotionally connecting to my villagers. If you guys are not, if you guys haven't already seen Maria's village, like... I spent a lot of time on mine and I was like, oh, girl, you did it. And Maria just shows up a month late and is like, your village sucks. Look at this one. Oh, shut <laughs> up. Hers is amazing. No, yours is amazing. Hers is beautiful. And mine is getting there. Mine now I feel needs total work. So we'll see. <laughs> If you just are listening to us, every podcast we talk about a random tarot card. We go over the universal meaning and then our own interpretations of the cards. Hearing others' opinions helps beginners form their own opinions or even those who have been practicing for a while expand their views on other meanings. So this week, we are talking about the Queen of Swords. On this card, you see our queen wearing a crown of butterflies, which is also represented on her throne and there's storm clouds retreating in the background and in the back of her throne. And she wears a cloak of clouds and a headscarf of red. Her back is to her past and she is faced towards the future with her hand up in a beckoning gesture. The universal meaning of this card shows a queen who is straightforward, honest, and wise due to her experiences in life. She approaches decisions with balance. Due to this, she deeply relates to the justice card, and she rules over the two, um, over the two and three of swords. To me, the queens on the deck are all about caring for others as well as themselves. But this queen does things very differently than her counterparts. She has gone through a huge transformation in her life. She has suffered many traumas and bad experiences, but instead of succumbing to them, she builds her kingdom on top of the ashes of them. She doesn't need her king. She is self-sufficient because she had to be in the past. She isn't necessarily a warm person, but she inspires others to step into their power with her because she's such a beckoning I mean she is such a beacon of strength and will she inspires others by telling them her story speaking her truth and going through her actions 
as a ruler of her life. And when she pops up in a reading, I tell myself and clients that we can't overcome anything we put our will and mind towards. We are capable of great change and resiliency, but we have to be honest with ourselves about the things we are letting stand in the way of that. Learn from your past, look towards the future, and depend on yourself. So, Robin, how do you view this card? The Queen of Swords, in my opinion, is the single mom card. She is the only queen in the entire deck that doesn't have a king. Uh, So she is a single queen. (laughs) And therefore, I think of her like kind of sharp, sharp edges and the fact that she just like cuts right to the point and is very like... Like just like justice, like you said, it it um it's all about making swift and solid decisions that are morally correct and no like feelings really involved. That reminds me of single moms of somebody who doesn't have the time, quite literally, to necessarily always be nurturing because they have to also be thinking about, okay, how am I going to make money to feed my children? How am I going to, you know, fit all this time in basically to make sure that every job gets done and they are putting their family first, but in a different way than let's say the Empress would, who is soft and kind and has kind of that, not, not that the Queen of Swords isn't kind, but they don't have the time to just focus on being maternal. They have to also be paternal and playing those sort of archetypal gender roles. You know what I mean? Uh, All in one. And so she is a much harder queen than the rest. And so when I see her, I think, okay, so decisions need to be made and you need to stop thinking about how do I feel about this and instead think what is best for the situation? Um, yeah. So that that's how I view her. She's the single mom. She is the only head of the household and somebody who has to think not just what will make my peers or myself happy, but what needs to be done. Yeah, I totally agree. I love that. It's a different kind of loving, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> Mom's a boss. Yeah, mom's a like boss bitch. Do not mess with her because she <laughs> she means business. But and, and not just single moms though too. Like single dads as well. Like they're these are people that are raising a household by themselves. It's a lot of work. Like I have so much respect for anybody who has to raise a family all by themselves. Mm-hmm. That must be so incredibly difficult, and having to try to find that balance between being you know. The stern backhand, for lack of a better term, don't hit your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and also being, you know, the nurturing, gentle touch. It's a lot, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. Yep. Agreed. Okay, so since it's our 10th episode, we thought we'd do something a little fun this time. We're going, well, we're always fun. Let me put that on there. We're always fun. (laughs) No, we're not. (laughs) Everybody listening to this is like, okay, I bet. (laughs) We're fun, guys. We're fun. But. I'm freaking fun. 
<laughs> I'm hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to just have like a little conversation about where we're each in our, what we're doing in our crafts right now. And just like, Oh, little baby wants to say hi on the podcast. <laughs> she literally just crawled up here, put her face directly in the mic, and went, Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're keeping that in. Oh, yes, we are. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, Robin, what have you been doing in your craft lately? Um, well... <clears throat> <laughs> well, I become very obsessed lately with travel altars and the idea of doing something that isn't an Altoid container. Like mm-hmm. you've seen those, right? Yeah. First of all, I don't like Altoids. I think they're disgusting. Um, oh my if gosh, you are I a agree. fan of Altoids. Oh my gosh, I agree. <laughs> yeah, if you're so- a fan of Altoids, uh, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I just think they taste like awful bad times. I just don't like them at all. I know my, my little brother could eat Altoids like it was M&M's. And I'm just like, <laughs> not for me. So and I'm also somebody who doesn't believe in being wasteful. I don't like mm-hmm. it like at all. Like even if I made a disgusting dinner, like let's say, which doesn't happen often. I'm a great cook, guys. Um, <laughs> but even if I make a disgusting dinner, I'll try to find a way to repurpose it like in like a soup or something like that because I just hate waste. So I don't like the idea of buying Altoids to throw them out. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's wasteful. So I've been researching travel altars that are not that and different, different techniques, if you will. I found one that was really cool. Yeah. They create such gorgeous travel altars. I found like so three beautiful. or four of them. Yeah, that are like you can buy, but I kind of want to make mm-hmm. my own. But I also am yeah, not a do it. woodsmith, woodworker. Mm-hmm. What is that called? A carpenter. <laughs> um, and I'll see ones that are like gorgeous. Like they're these amazing, maybe like wood burnings or like that etching, you know, like the laser uh-huh. etching that will have yeah. like, you know. I don't know, Aphrodite on the inside or whatever. And I'm just like, wow, I could do that. No, you fucking couldn't, Robin. You don't have a laser cutter. <laughs> and yet in my brain, I'm like, I don't know, bitch, maybe you could. <laughs> uh, you did go to art school, Robin. Maybe you just could. And no, the fuck I couldn't. Like, <laughs> But like, I found one that was hexagonal shaped, right? Ooh. That's fine. Mm-hmm. No, Penta. It's Penta pentagram shaped uh, Penta- okay you know it's like a solid shape yeah you like guys, a star listen with a pentagram. i'm straight up honest with you guys i cheated in all of high school math i'm not good at things like this i did actually cheat in geography or geology no geography no what's the one geometry and actually on this episode of coffee and cauldrons i will be seeing myself out thank you Um, (laughs) geometry i cheated in all those classes i was not i'm not not was i am not math smart anyway so it's the five pointed solid shape and the top of the board is chalkboard like uh-huh. so it's got like a pull-out drawer. The top is chalkboard, so you can write sigils on it or whatever. Write your intentions, mm-hmm. write prayers, whatever you want. And then it's got 
altar or offering cups up at the top, three of them that you can use for putting candles in, putting offerings in, putting whatever you want in. And I saw that and went, I want that. I would like to have that. I would like to make that. And then I remembered that uh, my idea of crafting anything with wood is to just put wood glue on it and call it a day and thought maybe I couldn't do it. (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've seen the travel altars where like they get like a vintage, like what were they called? They were like little train bags, not train bags. Oh, they're like, really sturdy boxes yeah and they have yeah 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 and they make little altars out of it so cute so fucking cool man like i just i want to make one so bad and but i don't want to half-ass it and i don't want it to come out poorly poorly like it's sick poor (laughs) i don't want it to come out bad Uh uh-huh but i also like right now what i have for a sort of travel altar is a pelican case that has like the little if you know what a pelican case is they're basically like these heavy duty waterproof cases that come with foam in it that has is cut in like 12 layers and then each layer has like is built up of little cubes so you can like Mm. remove the cubes to put stuff in it so it's safe they're often used for like bringing guns places and like really fragile and delicate computer parts and stuff like that and of course i have used that for altar stuff but now i've got all this extra time and i'm like maybe i'll build one out of wood i won't i'm not going to i'm way not like savvy like that but in my brain i just might we'll see well like (laughs) you can get a box and like customize it right right yeah i could do that there's just there are so many really cool ones and i really want to have one but i also don't have the extra funds to spend like three hundred dollars on something (laughs) i'm gonna use maybe once a year yeah you know what i mean and so i want to build it myself um we'll see how that goes i'll check in with you guys on that <laughs> yeah and then post pictures I, of it I, because started I love one. looking at travel altars i love it I, I had started one like a year ago i think where i was mm-hmm. gonna mod podge moss into the bottom Right. Oh, I love the ones and, that have moss in it. It's so pretty. Yeah. And so I had this whole like amazing plan. Then mm-hmm. I found out that uh that is not allowed <laughs> um on international travels. Oh. So okay. that plan went out the window like super quick. It's cause it's a uh, like foliage. You're not allowed to bring oh, like foliage. Okay. Even though it was like under Mod Podge, it was still not. Can it was like one of those. Well, it's up to the person's discretion, and I'm like, I'm not gonna put all this work in just to have it thrown away because like somebody's wife burnt their toast that morning, and they're like pissed at the world. Yeah. So oh, yes, I agree. And they really do. No, you guys pick let it up me know if you've away. ever made. If you've ever made a travel altar that like wasn't an Altoid tin maybe hit me up and let me know what your hot tips are and also keep in mind that I am not woodworking savvy but I want to be 
So keep that in mind when you let me know. Just really, um, this is my magic pill, guys. And I just want you to feed it to me. (laughs) (laughs) I want the least work amount possible in for it to look amazing. Best reward. (laughs) That's what I want. I want to be able to do this on like a Saturday afternoon and then to come out better than anything I've ever done. That's what I'm it's just it's that's actually realistic. Much to ask. No, that's that's completely <laughs> realistic. <laughs> oh my lord. Well, what about you? What are you doing in your craft right now? Well, I'm doing a few things actually. Like for myself personally, I've been diving deeper into meditation and also exploring tarot even more intensely. Like, oh, you know, I was already super in tarot. So I'm like reading all the books and reading all the stuff on it. And, you know, we're doing that thing in our Discord where we're actually talking about the cards and going through them. So it just gives me even more of a chance to just keep reading up on it. But um, other than that, lately, I've been working with like my energy boundaries and being very mindful where I'm putting my energy towards. You know, we've been quarantined quarantining since freaking March and people in our area aren't taking the pandemic like seriously. And so our cases have been surging Mm -hmm. because of it. I can wear a mask, but rarely anyone I will be around will wear one to protect me. So we just avoid going out altogether. Um, And, you know, we can't really afford another U S hospital bill right now. So, (laughs) but because (laughs) I know, right. I don't, I want that life. I want to be that kind of life. (laughs) Like I want to be the kind of rich where I go $10,000 hospital bill. Who cares? I wipe my butt with that in the morning. It's never going to happen, but you know what? That is goals. (laughs) Or also just Which, affordable healthcare for everyone. That's so sad. <laughs> but because I'm staying inside for so long, I realized that we like we as a family unit turn to technology way too much to fill that void of not going anywhere mm. and like throw and me and my wife like you know throwing ourselves into work and all that, which hasn't been good for any of like our mental health. And so like I felt so close to like emotional and energy burnout, and my witchling has been like missing that face to face social interaction and definitely not mm. getting as much as she should. So any all have probably realized, especially the people that have been following me on social media, that I've been fairly quiet on social media lately. But this isn't due to me not practicing or anything like that. I'm just being very mindful for my energy. She's actually taken up uh, a role in the Christian church, guys. Uh, she's she. I don't know anything about Catholicism, right? But I do feel like she might just be the new pope. I just, oh, I mean, uh, Pope Maria, <laughs> Pope <Aww>. Maria. <laughs> you can wear one of those cool hats. They're yes. so tall. <laughs> I will never pull it off like Rihanna, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe you just could different a different kind of Pope hat than her, though. Yeah, just, like, and I'm don't, not shaving off my eyebrows. I, I'm not shaving off my eyebrows. Or you should. Let's do it. <laughs> it's 2020, M. Do whatever you want. <laughs> Fuck it. Shave your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just like right now, you know, my energy is best directed towards my family 
and like making sure my witchling is getting the interaction she needs to continue to thrive while we're still and while still devoting time to like my work like to my tarot clients and to our patreons um but you know like having that energy redirected like towards you know my family and all that has like i have more energy for like spell work and like doing stuff for myself and then you know going more into meditation and now my witchling isn't usually you know she's not usually home with us when we're working and so i feel that like mm-hmm. i was constantly on my phone checking insta checking emails checking facebook checking the news and taking those little peaks i can see her struggling and that you know that was a right and so having the energy directed back towards her i mean we have time to do spells together tarot spreads and we go out and connect in nature and we've been doing like fun little intuition exercises as a family and you know and it's just i really love how we're spending this time like connecting as a little magical family unit and finding new like finding a new version of normal for a while and social media will always be there. And there's no way in hell I'm going to stop creating, especially magically or through photography, obviously setting those boundaries for myself. I can see now that continual stream of energy again. And it's been, it's been nice. I totally love that. I also love that you guys are like bonding like with magic as well. I think that's so fun. I was just talking to my best friend just a couple days ago about mm. sending her son a color your own tarot deck. Oh like, my have gosh, you seen those? so cute. Yes. yes and then I have. having him do one for me, I'm like, he can put stickers on it. He can do whatever he wants. And then like, but I want one. And so she's like, oh my God. And then we can pull a card together every day. And then he could. And I'm like, yes. Yes. Please. That is so Yes, yes. I'm like a fucking (laughs) what's the dragon from Lord of the Rings? Smog. Yeah. (laughs) Just all my horde, my horde of tarot decks. (laughs) (laughs) Give me more. Yeah, I'm I hate to say it, guys, but everything going on in our practices right now are not that exciting. I mean, it's obviously exciting for us, but it's not Mm -hmm. that exciting. And therefore, what I'm trying to say with this is yours doesn't have to be either. It doesn't have to be all beef tongues and coffin nails. It can also be (laughs) researching travel altars and meditating. It's okay. Yeah. It's not like practical magic and the craft like 24-7 up in here. <laughs> it is. It is most in my time, house at least. We've got, we've got, at, least like, one, <laughs> we've got at least one like necromancy-esque situation going on a week in this house. I tell you. <laughs> Somebody get the ready whip. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, just, I would never have yeah. seen the movie if it wasn't for your daughter. So <laughs> <laughs> you have her to little watch it, Robin. Bullied me into watching it because I had never seen it. Been bullied by a child. No, she didn't really bully me. <laughs> well, she's I'm like being Robin hasn't seen Practical Magic. What? <laughs> That's like I her, let her favorite down. movie. <laughs> <laughs> I let her down, so I had to get it. I paid for it. I bought that movie without ever ever having seen it, just so that way I didn't let her down anymore. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. 
that's one of those movies that I could watch over and over and over again. So good. yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I could de- I I plan on see for me, Witches of East End is that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but I'm a huge I'm coming Cher clean. fan. I've never seen Witches of East. Like, <laughs> even though you're I love Cher, on your highest little pedestal. <laughs> High ass little pedestal being like, you've never seen Practical Magic? Meanwhile, you've never seen Witches of East End? Ugh, a sheer classic. I don't like oh, Jack Nicholson. It's really hard for me fuck? to get He's the worst character in that movie. He's like the bad guy and is not the main character. He's like the catalyst for them getting their shit together. Uh, you 100% should see that movie. He is unlikable in that film, which okay. will be fine because you already don't like him so you need to I'm sort your so life out of jack nicholson playing the love interest i know that was mostly a 90s thing but ugh. he plays ugh. the love interest yeah he plays the love interest but he's not likable and you're not supposed to like him okay so I think it, I which do also it. i am fully on board with that with him like who decided jack nicholson was like the peak of hotness <laughs> He uh, looks like somebody hit him in the face with a cast iron skillet. Like, I okay. You like, know what how I, you played the Joker? As a yeah. kid, I used to have like you know how you'd be scared to go to the bathroom like in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. I used to believe the Jack Nicholson version of the Joker lived under my bed. So if I didn't jump oh. over my bed, he was going to grab my feet. So, oh, that's really sad, Em. That's probably why that's like, I have like this aversion to Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I had a haunted clown in my bedroom growing up. Uh, but that's a story for another day. It was like honestly haunted as fuck. And that was my like nightmare demon. Except for it was actually haunted. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, we've gone off on a full Jack Nicholson tangent here. But (laughs) if you guys are in our Discord, we'd love it if we were to talk about what you guys are working on currently. I know we kind of talk about that, like, Mm -hmm. ongoing, but, like, specifically. What are you specifically doing right now? And let's talk about it. Because it, I think, shows each other that you don't have to be beef tongues and coffin nails all the time yeah sometimes you are just like we talked uh, in the other podcast about unrealistic expectations like you're still human and you're gonna have bad days and you're gonna have days where you're gonna feel like doing absolutely nothing like unless you're me again because i actually (laughs) am just always perfect uh hashtag relatable am i right guys (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my they god charmed off of robin's life that's how i actually am phoebe so okay i'm not actually you guys don't know this but a couple episodes <laughs> back when we had steven as a guest on the oh podcast my gosh, I forgot we made about a that. joke off air about being the charmed ones and steven that fucking <laughs> asshole says he goes that I said something about being Phoebe because I'm like the least useful one. And then Maria <laughs> and Steven are like, yeah, but didn't she do this? And didn't she do that? And he goes, so what you're trying to say is you're Leo. <laughs> and I aggressively reject that. <laughs> and then Steven sent us an image with Leo's head on top of Phoebe. So it was perfect. <laughs> oh, so rude. Anyway. 
Um, yeah. So let's let's talk about that in Discord if you guys want to. That would be great. And if anybody calls me Leo, I will cry. So please don't do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just you. So, Robin, what is stirring your cauldron this week? I know that we just talked about travel altars, which could be seen as stirring my cauldron, but it's really not. Um, it's actually the bane of my existence right now. <laughs> what is uh, getting my juices flowing, as we'll call it, is just going outside. Just being in nature. I know that everybody is like super cooped up right now. And I have so much privilege living in the woods where I can go outside and be in nature and still be completely and utterly social distancing. And not a lot of us have that. And it's so beautiful where you live. So beautiful. I mean, it's a lot of pine trees. I hate pine trees. I just think they're so Oh, I love pine trees. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to your freaking animal crossing thing bitch i know <laughs> i'm not i'm not a fan of Don't pine trees of my cedar trees i love oh, my yours cedar, are cedar trees, okay, trees. Okay. my mistake my yeah, mistake i don't cedar. like pine trees the pollen that comes off of it gives me horrible hay fever and ugh. anyway i have been really digging just going outside and like grounding if that makes sense mm-hmm. And I don't mean like mm-hmm. a full, even full ritual. I mean like full on just taking my shoes off and like standing mm-hmm. in the dirt. Like mm-hmm. I'm just digging it right now, just breathing in fresh air and like getting a little bit of vitamin D. And like, yes, I go outside and I go for walks and jogs and all that in nature. Um, mm-hmm. But what I'm enjoying far more than that is just sitting in it. And not like going out and walking, like just being present outside. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of our Patreon members, Christy, got me turned on to hammocks. Okay. First of all, never owned a hammock before in my life. I know you had tried to convince me to get a hammock. I don't know Mm -hmm. why Christy telling us about the hammocks put me over (laughs) that edge, but it did. She did. Christy's is outside and mine is inside because I use it for my chronic pain. And so I need it inside so I can just. I am just obsessed. I am like enjoying just being outside. I've been trying to do like short meditations outside in the hammock Mm -hmm. okay that's Mm -hmm. a game changer for me (laughs) laying down and meditating while in like soaking up vitamin d like who am i like (laughs) who is this bitch and yet here i am thriving in my hammock okay and (laughs) i love it i love it so much if you guys have a balcony or a little tiny backyard even i a hundred percent cannot recommend more right now just laying down in the sun and doing like five minutes of like meditative breaths i'm loving it i feel so grounded and energized afterwards i feel like a new witch like who is she we don't know the old one we only know the new robin she's grounded she's earthy she's got her shit together that is me and um i love it i love it for me 
<laughs> right now, like, it sucks because in the South, we have, like, so many gnats and stuff, especially mm. where I live, because I guess we have, like, this fungus underneath our underneath our grass, in, especially in our neighborhood, and it's just, there's a lot of gnats and stuff like that, so staying, like, indoors is, like, it happens a lot, and it kind of sucks. But we found that we use, like, these um, incense keeps them away and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we try to go out there with a couple of incense. Incense keeps away kill. gnats? They don't like the smoke. Just like wow. mosquitoes don't like smokes. I love that. Yeah. I'm going to start taping incense all over my body and just going outside. <laughs> I look like uh, and- like a like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, but just incense, <laughs> just walking outside. Like, what up, bitches? Go away, gnats. <laughs> we I also mean, like those like little, <laughs> those little thermocell stuff. That's like a therm. It's like something that heats up like a mosquito like thing, so it like creates like a little invisible shield, so no mosquitoes what? can come in. Yeah, it's really nice. Listen, I've always just accepted the fact that mis- the mosquitoes will actually take my last drop of blood. And um, <laughs> I've embraced it. I've accepted that fate for me. Um, <laughs> I've never made the effort to try to, like, find a way around that. So I'm going to try that. We'll see. I'll report back. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, – I have accepted my fate. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, but I am a big fan of like mosquito nets to keep the bugs away. Yes, I love mosquito nets. Bugs just scare me in general. I hate them. I don't want to fight them. I don't want to get in their face or like anything like that. But I hate them so much. They scare me. I had an ant, a carpenter ant, bite me the <gasps> other day in my sleep. No. I don't know how it got in our house. It did little fucker it came in my bed at nighttime <laughs> bit me in the arm it felt like a needle went into my arm i screamed so loud that i woke my husband up who then decided to put a pillow on the carpenter ant i don't know if you're familiar with the size of carpenter ants but they a pillow is not going to do shit and so all it did was bite me more times terrible oh my gosh he did end up ending its life terminating the ant and i said sorry to it but it bit me a bunch and uh i regret nothing (laughs) (laughs) so what i'm trying to say here in in short for what story is stirring my golden this week is i love nature as long as the bugs don't bother me (laughs) same same girl same (laughs) Oh my god. I'm so glad we're on the same page. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck bugs. (laughs) So Maria, what is not stirring your cauldron this week? Are you ready for this? I mean, usually... Oh, I, I, I'm gonna rant. <laughs> oh shit! Popcorn. <laughs> what has not been stirring my cauldron has been people thinking they can do something on faith alone, especially oh. when it comes to this pandemic. I've seen this from Christians to witches 
really anybody. And when it comes to this, it's so troubling and problematic. It is more than great to have faith, you guys. But you need something to back that shit up. People who say their gods or spell work will protect them and their family so they don't have to wear a mask or distance. This is not how any of this works. This is not how it works. Love and light can't protect you if you are being a dumbass. We (laughs) have stressed. Yeah. And we have stressed time and time again on this podcast and to our Patreons that real world energy is not only important, it is necessary. If you believe in deity and you think you don't have to do anything because you are under that deity's protection, you better believe that deity is looking down at you like you are a dumbass because they have given you actual tools to help protect you, but you aren't using them. I mean... Yeah, I've also seen been seeing many witches say that masks are political, believe it or not, which is so disgusting. U.S. witches who think this. What if I told you the USA is not the center of the universe and other countries address the situation are mostly back to normal now? (laughs) We as witches are supposed to be empathetic beings who not only need and want to do right for ourselves, but also want that for the people around us. And saying that elderly people and the chronically ill don't matter has been gut-wrenching. It is a piece of fabric. It is a couple steps away from others. It isn't that hard to be helpful or kind. I get it. As humans, we freak the fuck out when things like this happen. We like to shove it all down, wrap it up in a neat little bow to forget about it so we can continue to live our lives in ignorant bliss. This is avoiding work, which is not only hurting people who think that way, but the others around them. We need to address this head on, even if it's hard. Be examples we want to see, even if our political leaders aren't holding themselves accountable. Honestly, this whole thing just gets me so fired up and angry because I don't know how to tell people that they should care for others. I am so sick of staying indoors because other people's unwillingness to be self-aware rather than ignorant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, did you see yeah. that meme? Well, I guess it's not a meme. It's like a full-on Florida uh, like <laughs> town hall meeting or whatever where the lady was like, they're uh-huh. trying to replace God's perfect breathing machine. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally something out there destroying God's perfect breathing I machine. I look at it this way. Okay. The thing is, is that let's say you do struggle with masks. Like my dad, for example... Mm-hmm. Uh, gets very claustrophobic. Now, saying on that on that note, my dad is also wearing a mask. So if my dad can do it, you guys can too. But let's just say, hypothetically speaking, you've got mm-hmm. really severe claustrophobia or whatever, and you just can't do it. There are other there's options. Other Get things. a face shield. There's Get face a face shield. shield. Yeah. yeah. There, there's still ways to respect the rules while also, if you can't wear a mask, not wearing one. And it... <sighs> Yeah, it's just it is frustrating. <laughs> and it's I know so it's tough. I know it's tough, guys. Uh I know that for example, this last weekend, uh for Fourth of July, my husband and family and I were all supposed to go to see some other family members of ours, and we found out that some self isolated 
self-isolating had not been happening when we thought it was. So we all just Mm -hmm. opted to not go. And that sucked, obviously. Like, I wanted to see my family Mm -hmm. for the 4th of July, but, you know, needs must. And it sucks, but it is what it is. And I just... You can tell you can tell that Maria has neighbors that have signs that say faith over fe- faith over fear, which is like, yeah, I, I think that's everywhere. super toxic mentality. And I don't understand. I'm like fully with you. I don't understand how science has become a point of debate for the like average person. Like, are you fucking kidding with me? <laughs> People think that god's words or deity's words are coming out of politicians mouths and (laughs) we could go into the whole thing here listen you guys here's the thing i'm actually aggressively obsessed with insane conspiracy (laughs) theories and i'm not talking about like the ones where it's like did we land on the moon did we not land on the moon there's a (laughs) multi-layered conspiracy theory that involves Pizzagate, okay, the mole children, how coronavirus <laughs> was released into America, even though it's a global thing, these people believe it's just America <laughs> that apparently that this was the whole global pandemic was made to release the mole children of Pizzagate <laughs> to re- to like move them or release them. I don't remember exactly which one it is. And then there's a sub conversation of that conspiracy theory on whether or not it's politically correct to call the fictional mole children mole children. And I just <laughs> what the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I just I like I get I, really I get our reality is bad, but why would you what create the fuck? a worse reality? Like that's so what bad. the fuck? Like a hundred percent. And poor, like poor Italy. Like they lost <sighs> so, many, so people, many people, and like there's people who are so ignorant to be like. Oh, this is just to get our president out of the presidency. It's How like, stupid? No. How stupid no. are you? <laughs> How stupid are you that it, oh, <laughs> y'all? Y'all, I don't like Donald Trump. I'm not a fan of his at all. And even then, I'm still like, this has nothing to do with him. If you think it does, then you get. Why are you listening to this podcast? Like, <laughs> yeah. like why are you here? <laughs> I expect a higher caliber of listener, meaning that you have enough (laughs) critical thinking to think that a global pandemic was not specifically sent to take one man out of office. Come on. (laughs) It's just, I like, um, I forgot whose post it was, but someone posted on Instagram about like basically what I'm talking about. And I just, I could not believe the sheer number of witches who will not wear face masks because it was, it was wild craft. Uh, uh, no wild woman, witchcraft temperance. Mm-hmm. It was her post. Yeah. She Ugh. had posted about, Basically, the fact that if you don't wear a mask, it's a like an act of aggression. Mm-hmm. Um, and the amount of comments that were like, "Well, actually, like, shut the fuck up." <laughs> no, no, well, actually, shut the fuck up. Like, 
The only reason why there has to be a mandate to wear masks is because Y'all there's refuse. so many people who do not care. Not just don't care, but refuse to follow the rules. And these yeah. are the same fucking people that will argue that if the African-American people that are being murdered by the police every fucking day were to just comply, then none of this would happen. Well, you refuse to fucking <laughs> comply on a simple thing that is to save people's <laughs> lives and then have the audacity to say something as just completely privileged and fucking backwards as something like that. Oh, it makes me so angry. I just want to <laughs> punch all of them right in the face it makes me y'all I see a different side unfollow. of me i'll go crazy loco on them <laughs> i have actually unfollowed quite a few people Ugh, in life so- and on social media because of them saying exactly what you said and it's just i'm just so i'm so just tired. comply just comply so fuck tired. you <laughs> Oh my lord! All right, we we have to end this because I will go on another ten minute rant about this. It makes me so mad. So in short, this is what's not stirring either of our cauldrons this week. Uh, <laughs> oh my lord! We're gonna go drink now. Bye, guys. <laughs>
and you know and it's a very uh, like informative instagram medicine. yeah and herbal medicine I, I mean herbal medicine like that's what brings us to modern medicine i mean yeah it's always good to know that stuff and mm-hmm. you know we try as witches to be good to our environment and it's good to know about like our environment and what's growing around us and yeah just really informative and amazing instagram to follow if you want to know about yeah. that stuff so, yeah, Robin, what have you been interested in? So I actually just recently got sent a deck that I will be reviewing. Um, but this deck is so sick. It's called the Two-Tone Tarot. It's really freaking beautiful. And the deck comes in two tones. <laughs> so one is like <laughs> a white background with black ink work. And the one I got is the black background with white ink work. And I just think it's really beautiful and really cool. And I really love to see like indie artists doing something different. And I, I mm-hmm. love the concept of having the two options. Do you know what yeah. I mean? The black or the white. <laughs> and to me, mm-hmm. that is very different, especially considering, to my knowledge, the artist, this is their first deck. So to have a first deck and be be so unique, I think that's really freaking cool and powerful. And I think it's amazing watching people just do stuff like this. <laughs> it makes yeah. me want to make a deck. <laughs> I know. I love seeing indie artists and their takes on the cards. They make like it's so interesting to see how they interpret it. And yeah. I mean their their cards are gorgeous and I really yeah. like them. They're super beautiful. I think it's really cool. I think it's a unique idea. I mean, I'm sure there's been other decks out there that have varied options for the same deck. I just don't have one or have seen one. (laughs) Um, And so to me, at least, this is very unique. And I think that that's really cool. And I think that if you like the artwork, but let's say you aren't like me and don't like a nice dark deck, there's the white option. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's makes it accessible. And I think that's cool. Yeah. How's the card Plus stuff? the artwork is, is really pretty. Uh, it's really nice. It's actually, I believe, just based off the box and the card mm-hmm. quality, it's the same card stock as like the Keeley Eel Lovely Omens deck and oh, so it's the like Neon buttery. Moons deck. It's like, it's yeah. sturdy but flexible. And you know how I feel about okay. that. Plus, the deck is not super thick that I can hold it in my hands. Like, I'll, I'll get into this obviously on my own review on my blog, but it's, it's nice. It's good. Mm. It's good. We like it. <laughs> <laughs> So we hope you will join us on July 24th for our 11th episode. We will actually have a special guest for Lamas, and I'm really looking forward to it. And I can't wait to reveal who it is because it's going to be be awesome. So (laughs) keep an eye out on our Instas and on our Twitter. Follow us there at Coffee Cauldrons for more information. Or even better, join us on our Discord tier, which is First Coven or above, on Patreon so we can answer your questions next time on the Part 2 episode. You'll even get to hear our lovely voices for an additional 30-minute episode for being on our Patreon library tier and up. So, yeah, come and join us. Again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons. (laughs) With Maria from... 
at Amria at the Arcane on Instagram. God damn it. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) From Addie Tired Witch on Instagram. No, we're leaving that. That's fine. (laughs) She doesn't know who she is. (laughs) You guys know who I am. Okay, Robin ready to count down? Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm perfect. <laughs> we deleted it. <laughs> okay, ready? Ready? <laughs> One, two, two, three. three. Bye, Jesus. <laughs> I can't believe you forgot your own name. <laughs>